This podcast is presented by Steak Sauce Media. Grab a joint, drop the veil, and cruise the multiverse with the Chronic Gals. Let me tell you a little something about the Chronic Gals. Just two best buds and the very best pals. Talking about cannabis, that good, that tree. So grab a joint and just fuck with me. Hey! Welcome back to another episode of The Chronicles. I'm Ashleen. And I'm Riley. And we are here for our long-awaited Vanderpump episode. Finally. <laughs> the scandal. The scandal of it all. Of it all. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so excited to talk about this. This has been like consuming my life. Yeah, it's been a multi-week event. Since like March. Well, March, I feel like it broke. Yeah, the which is, it broke right before the season even started. I think it's broke after the season started. Oh, okay. I think they were. Is that what it was? Maybe you're right. Maybe they I did have the first or two episodes out. Yeah. First or second. I don't know. They first couple episodes. Because I remember like, I knew the season was going to come out and i was like i'm not going to watch it until the end yeah i'm going to binge watch it yeah and then there were like three episodes in or something and scandal broke and then i was like fuck i gotta watch it i gotta Boom. watch it i gotta see if there's like yeah tells in the show yeah. about it so i'm i'm really oh to talk about it so if you have been living under a rock and don't know what Vanderpump Rules is, it's a Bravo reality show in the Real Housewives universe. Yeah. Um, former housewife of Beverly Hills, Lisa Vanderpump, who owns restaurants in Hollywood and elsewhere, has a restaurant and a show where some of the, her servers did like a reality show with her. And it's been going on for 10 years. Yeah. 11 it's been going on for a really the 10th long season. Time. Yeah. And um, I mean, you really do kind of like watch these people grow up. You watch them. Well, grow up. you watch them live life. I don't know if grow up is the right term. They some of them do. Some of them don't. <laughs> and I think that's like the crux of all of the drama is that they just replay trauma and drama over and over and over again. And yeah. it's not like like they don't. It's not like they like do the drama again and then they learn something new so they like it's just different drama it's like they don't learn anything <laughs> and it's the same problem over and over and yeah. over again so yeah this is the season that just finished is the 10th season yeah and honestly it was getting dry it was getting dry it was getting really boring like the pandemic happened it was and just like which one of the couples was gonna get engaged and married next yeah and like Stasi stopped coming on the show and she was like a major she was one of the like the original mm. players and then she got canceled or whatever so they kicked her off the show but i'm a stassi stan yeah i don't even give a shit i love <laughs> stassi she's so funny so we're gonna be talking about this and that do we want to smoke something first yeah let's you have something special here today yeah um i saw on the internet that passion flower is putting out they're called half and half it's a one-to-one -one, uh, CBG ratio joint. This one in my in my hand is Baker's Chocolate and White CBG. And then this other one is Coffee Breath and White CBG. That's cool. Yeah. They're using like so, they're like really using minor cannabinoids and seeing what we can do with them. I'm excited to try these. I don't know if it's like, an, I don't, I don't think it's an extract. It's probably powder. 
that they sprinkle throughout like Keith or THCA. So I think we should smoke this coffee breath. Okay. But it really is like a one-to-one. You were looking at this earlier. Mm-hmm. Oh. Ooh, I like coffee breath anyway. Especially passion flowers coffee breath yeah. is really nice. But the other cool thing about it is that they're basically low potency. Yeah. Joint. It's so for all of you out there who enjoy that. 8.7% THC, 5.7% CBG. A. And a little half gram. And you know it's going to be good cuz passion flower does good stuff. Yes, they do. We love us some passion flower. Just to see the, you want to open it? Yeah, just to see what's inside. We are doing some excavating. Oh, excavating. <laughs> I mean, it looks like regular. doesn't look like there's any, I don't know. There's no, like, neon chemicals in it? Yeah, or, like, white. I don't know. There might be, like, like, keithy. Yeah. It's probably, I think I can see like these little salt crystal looking things, unless there was salt on the table before, which is highly unlikely because nobody eats in here. Um, It kind of looks like maybe that it could be that. Yeah. But who knows? knows? We'll have to ask Passionflower. Passionflower knows. But yeah, they're trying this out, rolling it out. So CBG being a happy cannabinoid, I believe. One to one that is said to boost mood. Elevate your mood. (laughs) I don't know what else. I think that's the main thing I remember is CBG is a happy one. Happy. CBN is sleep. I don't remember CBC. Interesting. Did I say that they're coming out with a CBC? You did to me, but I don't think you said it to our friends here. Um. Yeah. When I bought this today, Viv said that they are kind of roll out with um other version, other cannabinoids. Like CBC, this one's these ones are CBG. So look out for in in the Washington market for passion flowers, one to one. Viv said that she smoked this coffee breath one. She was like nice. into it. Yeah. Nice. So it's a really smooth smoke. Yeah, it is. Okay. Quality. Okay. Here <laughs> Should we, go. we get into it? Yes. So. Let's explain the Scandaval. Okay. Which I think we have in previous episodes, but we'll briefly recap it again here. So. Do you want to explain it or do you want me to explain it? Either one. You can explain it if you want. You can explain it. Okay. So for people who haven't seen the show, we just said it's a show about people who work at a restaurant. In this 10th season, these people don't really work in the restaurant anymore. Yeah. Except some of them do. Anyway, okay. <laughs> so, Tom Sandoval and Ariana Maddox have been in a relationship for almost 10 years, like nine years. We see them in previous seasons get together and the drama that was, that, that was we can come back to that drama, put a pin in the drama, because it is kind of relevant to this drama today. So, Ariana and Tom... Sandoval, who we will be calling Tom Sandoval or Sandoval (laughs) because there's multiple Toms. So Ariana and Sandoval have been in a relationship for nine years. 
Raquel and James were in a five-year relationship. Engaged. They got engaged in a massive, huge event that Tom Sandoval helped fund. This beginning of this season, or at the end of last season, it is revealed in the reunion that they have broken up. That James James and and Raquel Raquel have broken up. So this beginning of season 10 is them being separate. Raquel is single. James has a new girlfriend named Allie. We like Allie. We like Allie. We like Allie. (coughs) Tom Schwartz, who we will be calling Schwartz, and Katie Maloney were married for like five years, engaged in dating like six years before that. So they have been together for a really fucking long time. Mm -hmm. It is revealed at the beginning of this season that they are going through a divorce. And then another player, Lala, she was in a relationship and had a baby with this Randall Emmett guy. We find out that Randall Emmett is a piece of shit, and so they are broken up. And so Lala, at the beginning of this season, is also single. So, like, when we start this season... It's like a season of singles, like yeah. newly single people. And I was like really looking forward. Newly single and also hurt. Like very, like uh, so many of them were talking about their trauma, yes. how they're going through it all. Yeah. <coughs> so a lot of people are just like the feelings are high. Yes. So the big scandal of this <coughs> season <coughs> was while they were filming season 10, Tom Sandoval and Raquel had an affair. Like a long affair. Raquel and Ariana, also best friends. Yeah. <laughs> Most of these people are best friends. <clears throat> Just imagine everybody. Everyone's friends. They're all friends. They're <laughs> all in the same circle. And they're, yet they still yell at each and other. And they, are, they, are, they love each other and they are in love with each other. Yeah. <laughs> so Tom Sandoval and Raquel have this months long affair. Under everybody's nose. Because including the reality show cameras that they're filming at the at the time. Yes, including production. So the scandal breaks out a few weeks after the show is premiered on television. At the moment of Ariana finds out <laughs> that they are having an affair. Because Tom Sandoval has this band. It's a horrible cover band. His phone falls out of his pocket. Ariana is in the front row. An assistant or whatever hands Ariana the phone to for safekeeping. Regular, normal shit. Whatever divine intervention interfered at that moment, she had the gut feeling of, like, look through the phone. And it... I've been watching every single fucking interview, all the fucking TikToks. And she has said, like, normally I'm not the type of person who is going to go through the phone. Yeah. Like, I've been that in the past. With this relationship, I wanted to be, I know that I could trust him. I'm not going to go through the phone. But she goes through the phone. She sees a video screenshot of Raquel and Sandoval having a FaceTime, a nasty FaceTime. (laughs) And so there's evidence, and so her world shuts down. She freaks out on him. 
And didn't production wrap for a couple weeks? And then this happened, so they picked the cameras back up yeah. and continued to they film. They had wrapped the season. Yeah. And so I think it was like she found out on a Thursday. They started recording on a Monday. Yeah. Like it was a f- super fast pickup turnaround. Yeah. And thankfully they did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, so glad because then we get to see all of this. Right. But so the second half of the season is like them kind of saying like hinting hinting. to it. Allie says that they see that she saw Sandoval and Raquel at the Abbey, which is a bar or club that they all frequent. Um, And so nobody was nobody's like, that's not that weird yeah and then like they even took it to ariana and she was like i'm not uncomfortable to have tom and raquel dancing together at a at a club club. like they have the relationship that if raquel was getting fucked up at their house she would stay at their house and like that was like normal and they were all best friends and then they got into an affair (laughs) yeah and just like it was just like well meanwhile Throughout the season yes. on screen, yes. Sheena is encouraging Raquel to have Sheena's another friend. A makeout session with Tom Schwartz, mm-hmm. who is getting over his divorce from Katie Maloney. And Katie Maloney and Tom Schwartz had an agreement, had a conversation. Do not fuck anybody in the group. Do right. not make out with anybody in the group. Just do not Friend group was off limits. Friend group was off limits. And this was a conversation that they both agreed on. And then, and Katie had told Raquel to her face, like, I don't want Tom messing with anybody in the group. Yeah. And then Raquel was like, well, I'm going to go ask Tom if he wants to make out. Yeah. Like, straight to her face. (sighs) So there's not, at the same time, Tom Sandoval and Raquel are having their affair. Having this affair. On camera, Schwar- Raquel is going, is like pursuing Schwartz. Yes. Who is kind of batting her away, kind of like half heartedly, like pursuing also. Yeah. They end, they end up making out. It creates this huge issue with, with Katie and other people. It's just like the layers to this thing are weird. So fucking weird. Plus, there are other scenes of Raquel going after other men in iffy relationship status. Yeah. Statuses. Like when she goes after Oliver, like, right. like at the dinner table. Also, you guys are going to have to rewatch this. <laughs> if you don't get it, what we're saying, just skip this episode. because <laughs> It's going to be too hard to go back and forth and yeah. like try to explain. So pause it now and rewatch all everything <laughs> or just skip this one altogether. So. See but you next week. <laughs> yeah. So at the at dinner in Vegas with the girls on the way to Havasu, <laughs> and Oliver's their server. It w- there was like even a question like, "Oh no, he's married." And then Lisa was like, "Oh no, he they're separated." And so like, if I heard that somebody may or may not be in a relationship or might be separated or whatever, I'd be like, "Okay, I'm not. That does not. That's no interest. Too messy. Yeah. Yeah." But Raquel is like, oh, no, I'm going to pursue this. Yeah. And, like, whatever about Lala. I don't, like, Lala was trying to pursue Oliver, too. And I really think that Lala didn't give a shit about Oliver. I don't think so, either. I think they made it into much more of a thing. Yeah. But but then, if, then we find out that Oliver is still living with his separated wife or, like... 
Well, no, didn't they talk about that in one of the reunion episodes where he was de- like definitely not together with her, but they had slept together. Yeah. I mean, when Raquel and Oliver had their date, when Raquel was trying to get to the bottom of everything, yeah. he was like, well, yeah, w- I mean, we are separated, but th- we are t- there are times that I go home and we want to be a family and like, yeah. So then she walks out. It's just, it's just messy. It's she just, just messy. keeps going after a guy that is in a relationship, in or out or in a relationship, and then she's like, fine. She's like fighting for the the right to not say she's a mistress while also being a mistress and having sex behind her best friend's back, right? With her boyfriend and right. like life partner and homeowner right. cosign business, you know, like. Their lives were entangled. In, like money entangled. Yeah. So it's just crazy. It's and this, crazy. This drama swept the nation. Yeah. Took us reality fans by freaking <laughs> storm. And I feel like it was like because it's so relatable. Un- unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there have been a lot of people who are like, oh, yeah, my best friend fucked my guy. Yeah. You know? And man, it's just so, t- like. And, yeah, you know, it's crazy. <sighs> and know. then just the weird, the weirdest part to me is the fact that it all had, that it all played out on this reality TV show. It just, it makes me, like, when I zoom out from it, I'm like, Okay, is this the Truman Show? Like, yeah. is real life a reality show for somebody else? Because, like, this is, like, so perfectly planned. Not planned, yeah. but so, I don't know. It's, like, a perfect opportunity for all of that to break. And it reinvigorates this show yes. and reinvigorates their careers yeah. or makes some of them look awful. Awful. I will have to say that the P- the, like... PR team, yeah. the production of this season needs an Emmy. They yeah. all deserve an Emmy. The way that they... The editing is just really good in this show, and it always has been. Yeah. The storylines that they play out throughout the seasons are really fun. And just, like, the way that they did this season specifically mm-hmm. with, like, being able to pick back up, being able to... Just like like ride the Scandaval wave, yeah. Because they got like new pe- new fans. They got yeah. boyfriends of fans. They yeah, entered a whole new demographic of fan. Yeah, like it's just so impressive that they were able to just like flip it on its head and and let Ariana like not flounder. Yeah, also because she really like stood her own. I felt like she channeled every. Every woman in that has ever been in this situation and yeah. told fucking Sandoval what she thought of him. Yeah. Without like, because in, in my head, I'd be like, I don't know. Blah, 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 just like fucking right. fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Like you right. fucking hurt me. Just fuck you. But she was so eloquent. Yeah. In her freaking uh, everything she said. It was just like so good. Yeah. So yeah. I just, it's just crazy. I just hate that she had to go through it. But also, she's doing so well now. Yeah, her sandwich shop is about to open. Sandwich shop, her merch line, merch line. her freaking new contract. People are excited to support Duracell her. and all this shit. Duracell. Yeah, because so Sandoval was like, she doesn't. Oh, battery. She didn't 
<laughs> yeah, she doesn't bring home toilet paper. Or what's the kitchen one? Uh, paper towels. Paper t- yeah, she doesn't stock the house with paper towels or batteries. Like I do that. <laughs> and so Duracell picked her up. That's hilarious. And, and she has that Uber ad. Oh, I haven't so seen any of them. I don't I'm think I'm on the internet much more than you are. I don't know how I haven't, but I don't know. But she's doing a really good job. Despite all of this bullshit. Well, that's good. They're in light of all of this bullshit. Okay, I have an unpopular opinion about Ariana mm-hmm. and the way that it was all, this has all been handled. I, I mean, I totally agree that the like production team to- like jumped on it, got it all put together and edited, and told in a way where it's like, okay, this is there's clearly something happening here. Mm-hmm. I feel. I'm not at all re- excusing any of <laughs> any of the actions either, and especially as like the reunion goes on, and then the secrets revealed episode happens, yeah. you really get to see how shady it is because they w- did it the entire time, and the things that they said in the show, they being Sandoval and Raquel, so slimy, so slimy. My oh. opinion is. In Ariana's anger, which totally valid, I get it. A lot of that stuff, I don't know. There was a they, they really went after Raquel, which okay, I get it. Slimy. Some of the things I think they, I think she was went too far in her anger some of the times. Sorry, you get to be angry. Some of the things that that she said to Raquel about her demeaning her character, all of these things again, not excusing the shitty choices that she made. But I can also see from Raquel's perspective being this newly single person. She chose the wrong friend group. She could have done she that literally anywhere else and yeah. it would have been just fine. Yeah. But she picked this one on TV yeah. in front of all these people where she's not even part of the group. She's like this external limb. Yeah. She w- yeah. I get wanting to live the single girl life. So I like understand why she went after Oliver. If he said he's single, I get it. I get why she went after Schwartz. He was single. (coughs) Raquel's not friends with Katie. Fuck Katie. Katie's a fucking bitch. They were friends though. They were trying to have a friendship at the beginning of the season. For the show. There was no, (coughs) Katie does not have any desire, never had any desire to be friends with, with Raquel. It was totally a show thing. I'm getting off topic. The point is, I understand what Raquel, the choices that she made being a single girl and wanting to go out with people who th- sh- who say that they are single. You know, no, I get th- I get all of that. that. That I get. I do. I feel like some of the things Ariana said, both to Sandoval and to Raquel, went really, really far. Not, I mean, but. Oh, oh the, because I think a lot of her anger is also subconsciously fucking coming from the fact that she didn't catch it, that she went mm-hmm. so long without seeing the signs with people coming to her saying, hey, this thing is kind of shady. Maybe you should take a look at it. Yeah. And she's like, no, I trusted them. I think part of that is coming because she's so pissed at herself. Probably. And so this is <coughs> they are the outlet. Mm-hmm. They are the, the whipping boys and girls. I feel like she should have directed all of it at Sandoval. That's fair. Because I have rewatched these freaking episodes so many fucking times in the last few months. Yeah. (coughs) And Sandoval is the manipulator. I agree. 100% is the one that manipulated Raquel. Like, you see 
in Raquel's face, like as blank as she is in the reunions, there are moments where it's like not connecting, where it sounds like he told Raquel that we aren't in like our relationship is not good. Like telling her things that she wants to hear. Right. To groom her into this relationship. Right. This like affair. Right. Because like she said at the very end, she's like, I'm not a devious person. Mm -hmm. Like I don't, I don't, I can't, I don't like lying. Right. And every time she cried on the way to Havasu, she was having that panic attack, not because she couldn't find herself. Yeah. But because she's hiding this fucking horrible secret. Right. And that she was manipulated into to keeping into keeping. And even at the very end, when she's doing her last interview with whatever her, the producer guy is and she's like spilling the beans. Yeah. She kept saying like we he's told me to say. Right. He's we need to get our story straight. Right. It's like all of these things that indicate that he was telling her what to say and then she was going off book and then she's realizing that she's going off book and realizing the like consequences of going off book. Yeah. And I also don't think that she has the mental health enough yeah. to withstand anything Ariana said because I agree she was na- like they were nasty yeah they were really really fucking and nasty not just ariana james and fucking james and lala, lala who are who are cheaters yes. they are adulterers yes are yes. there's just yeah they just are yes <laughs> so what fucking room do they have to be swinging sl- so some of these things to raquel i will say that I think James's feelings in all of this have been swept under the rug. Yeah, that's fair. Because one, it's his ex-girlfriend that, let's be honest, has he really gotten over with, with Allie? Right. Like, they were in a relationship right. for five years. He met Allie, like, what, three weeks after they broke up or James whatever? couldn't stop talking about Raquel the entire show. Exactly. Exactly. So I think he was obviously a little hurt that it was with Raquel. Yeah. But it was also... That Tom, his brother, his like they right. both called each other brothers yeah. throughout the seasons. Like Tom was the only person to stand in James's corner when he yeah. was with Kristen, post Kristen, like when he was trying to get into Sir and all of those like his fuck ups. Mm-hmm. Tom and Ariana were the only ones standing with Raquel James. and James. Yeah. So like to have it's the four of them. That it's such a fuck because mm-hmm. right. Tom and Ariana, Ariana stood up for all of them all the fucking time. Yeah. Like she was the one that was standing in front of them while everybody else was yelling at them. Yeah. Constantly. Like ride or die. Yeah. Like definition of ride or die. Yeah. And then for the for Raquel and Tom to just like big fuck you to that. Yeah. I mean, I get her anger and she was nasty. But I think also Raquel needed to hear that. Some of it, too, is I think some like a lot of it did not have didn't have to happen on camera. Totally. They could have had some of these conversations. Call them whatever names you want, but totally. maybe do it in private. Also, in the house that you both still live in. Yeah, right. right exactly. It's, it's their, their job, job, which is the other part of it. Yeah. Is like, but it's their job, but it's their life. Right. So <sighs> I don't know. It's just like. Okay, so the other thing about Raquel, you're talking about her being like blank. Oh yeah, I. She's always been that way. She was like she that was like when that, she yeah. entered the show, 
And but I just I feel for her too because as you learn more about her, you learn that her entire life was built around this Miss Malibu, this uh, beauty queen persona dream in such a way that it's like I know what I'm going to go to school for and then I know mm. what I'm what job I'm going to get. And so many of us have like gone through that and can relate yeah. to that and then all of a sudden it she can't I mean not all of a sudden she aged out of pageants. Now now what do you do? Oh, you become a reality star. Are you going to go now go back to being a physical therapist? So right. that's that's your plan. So she like is in this moment of finding herself and trying to figure out who she is. Unfortunately, she got swept up by Sandoval, mm-hmm. manipulated and all of these things. I mean, honestly, if they hadn't done anything cuz the first night they slept together was after Raquel got back from Lake Havasu at the boys' night out, right? So the first time Raquel and Sandoval (laughs) had sex, literally, maybe was the Abbey. (laughs) Oh, but maybe that was not. I don't know. I don't remember. I do know that Raquel told somebody at Coachella that Tom said that they're. That Tom and Ariana are in a relation, uh, open relationship, which oh, was a yeah. lie. Right. I don't know when Coachella is in yeah. involved in all of this. Yeah. I feel like it's in the spring, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know at all. So. Money. Money. Um. <coughs> I don't know. What was I the original we were talking question? About. Um, Raquel. Them sleeping together for the first time. Oh, because Ke- Raquel doesn't know who she is, oh, so yeah. Tom Sandoval swept her up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember yeah. why we I got onto know. the timeline of them fucking, though, but... I don't remember. But yeah, so she... Open book, airhead, you yes. know, it lovingly. Made some bad mistakes with some bad people. <sighs> I want to give her the stupid bimbo card. I'm not even bimbo. I but like Charlie was also like her friend and being like maybe you don't make out with Schwartz. Like uh, oh Charlie yeah, was yeah. kind of the voice of reason where you're like she was to Raquel <coughs> was like maybe you don't mess around with your friends that's true boyfriends right or whatever relationships. Right. So it's like she did have people to be the other side of you know yeah yeah so she had like she has the choice. Right. She stayed. She stayed for the excitement. Yeah. She's, well, for whatever reasons it was. She did. She chose to stay. She chose right. to keep sleeping with him. Ugh, it's just cr- it's just she cl- chose to keep lying about it and then making and then like pulling Ariana aside towards the end of the season and yeah. being like, so what is it about? Like, are you attracted to Sandoval? What is your sex life like? Yeah. That was such an inappropriate conversation. That conversation was after a conversation that her and Sandoval had that was this is my assumption Mm -hmm. Sandoval was like oh we're she doesn't even think I'm hot like she oh for sure she doesn't think I'm cute like she doesn't want to have sex with me we're totally not in a relationship also Sandoval tried to break up with her on Valentine's Day but instead had dinner with her in a party at their house like yeah and then didn't ever make a like move to leave like yeah he kept saying, oh, I tried to break up with her. I tried to break up with her. But it was like, then leave. Don't right. sleep in my bed. Right. Don't give me presents. Don't kiss me. Don't do anything. Right. Like, we are. 
then if you want to break up, then break up with me. Right. Say, I want to break up with you and then don't come back. Right. Or I'm going to pack up or whatever. Like, right. You don't just keep being in a relationship. Yeah. And the weirdest thing about both Schwartz and Katie and Sandoval and Ariana is they broke up and everyone stayed in the same houses. And lived with each other for a while. I know. And I mean, I get that their money is all tied up in these things and these houses and these businesses and stuff, but. It seemed like Katie got out fast after that. Yeah. Excuse me. Conversation. Yeah. But. So something that I think was really interesting about this whole thing was that on TikTok, I was watching a bunch of different couples watching this season. And I just thought it was cool because it opened up a neutral conversation for couples to be like, okay, what, what would happen if I started having feelings for one of your friends Mm -hmm. or having feelings for somebody else? Oh, interesting. Cause Warren and I had this conversation and I was like, if you cheat on me, we are done. Mm -hmm. There is like, there is no going back. But if you come to me and have a conversation with me and say, Hey, I have these feelings. Let's talk through these feelings together. Yeah. Then that's like a different story. Yeah. But if you are a sneaky fucking asshole for the last seven fucking months. Right. Fucking my best friend. Right. And no one is saying anything. Goodbye forever. Fuck you. Like door is closed. And so like we had this really long conversation about like communication Mm -hmm. and like all you have to do is just talk it out and like it's going to be uncomfortable but it's better to have these conversations than to not and have these feelings and harbor these feelings and then resentment and then like stepping out happens heartbreak yeah because realistically like maybe we aren't meant to be with the same person forever right like maybe feelings of like crushes happen inside of relationships right we're all human right like beauty recognizes beauty so to forever to be naive to think that your partner doesn't have feelings for somebody else in that type of way or whatever it's just naive it's just naive to think about dude i started watching the ultimatum on netflix oh, the ultimatum. oh, oh my, god. my god this is exactly that so the first one i watched was the ultimatum queer love oh my gosh i haven't finished that one <sighs> but i love that they picked lesbians first Me too. instead of gay men but in it, I mean, I'm going to spoil it probably. No, I mean, you've probably seen enough. But, okay, so <laughs> for anyone who hasn't seen it, The Ultimatum is a show on Netflix, a reality show where a couple comes on or a bunch of couples come on the show. One of the couple is giving the other couple an ultimatum and saying, we're going to go through this experience, and at the end of it, we're either going to get engaged or we're going to break up. The experience is that they date within this group of, I think, six couples, find a compatible person who is not their partner to go into a trial marriage with where they live together for three weeks. At the end of that, they go back to their partner and they do a trial marriage with them for three weeks. And then at the end of it all, they can decide whether or not they want to stay and get engaged or break up or whatever. So that's the ultimatum. Queer love. (laughs) In this queer love club, queer love series, they are all just getting so intertwined, messy. And like, I don't want to say it's because it's lesbians, but because it's lesbians, there's just like that stereotype of falling hard really fast. Yeah. 
And um, okay, I bring it up because it's interesting because in this accelerated process, especially once they've chosen a compatible new partner, Mm -hmm. they go through and they're asking these questions to each other. You know, even down to like, what side of the bed do you want to sleep on? Do you snore? Mm-hmm. Uh, what how, what kind of breakfast do you like in the morning? Just like all of these things about like, how do you live and how can we best like live cohabitate? cohabitate? And it's such I was thinking about how it's such an interesting experiment because you get to literally see the mirror of what you do outside of the context of your mm-hmm. regular life, where there's no, not the necessarily the consequences. I mean, obviously within the ultimatum, yes. But now in my head, I'm thinking just like. If there was like a resort where you could just go to learn about yourself, where you're like in a compatible partnership and mm-hmm. you can just like ask these questions of somebody and like learn about your weaknesses and strengths in partnership. Oh, and then you I take that a home, retreat. right? And then you take that home and your husband or wife is like, wow, we can communicate now yeah. differently. Oh, mm-hmm. these our romance is rekindled. You know, mm-hmm. it's just you get to like get to ask yourself those questions to see what is true what you truly need in a relationship mm-hmm. so it's interesting it's super interesting <laughs> i will say for the that queer love one when the the women asking those questions i was like wow i never thought to ask anybody that yeah <laughs> i know i'm like these are such intuitive questions like i yeah. love these qu- these questions and i can't think of any right now but i like, know th- i just was it was like, how do you like to handle uh, when the milk is empty and someone yeah. has to run to the store? Just like really practical things. Practical. Gen- and it was all gentle. Yeah. Also. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know. It's just different. However, then you go through that experience and people sleep with their yeah. new partners, fall in love with their new partners, and then have to decide if they want to even go back to their original partner in the first place. <sighs> Or they see that, like, in one case, uh, the one gal saw that her partner was kind of a crazy, sleazy, crazy person. Yeah. And then <laughs> to go through the whole thing that way. It's just very interesting. It is. Reality TV, man. I love, I mean, that's why I like reality TV is for the anthropological, right. socio, you know, <laughs> sociology of it all. Excuse me. Yeah, And just sure. to, like learn lessons that i don't have to physically go through yeah i don't really want to get cheated on i don't want to learn i don't that's not something that my heart is needs to go through in this lifetime right but i will watch other people go through it (laughs) and learn how not to make that my reality right like having a conversation with warren and be like okay listen truthfully like let's have a conversation if Mm -hmm. any of these feelings arise because i love you and i want you to live your best life and Mm -hmm. if that means whatever like let's have a conversation about it and it was kind of a weird conversation i'm sure but they're uncomfortable things to talk about we were especially tipsy so that was helpful that is helpful (laughs) but just examining yourself especially when you're not used to doing that yeah or even when you are used to doing that sometimes you run across things you're like oh shit i forgot that i don't like that about myself because i pushed it down so far yeah but it's interesting. It is interesting. Let me look at my notes. <coughs> oh, I was going to say something and I forgot what it was. It was good, too. Oh, well. Oh, the other thing about this reality TV that I like to watch with, like, Housewives included is just the drama. Also, along the lines of, like, lessons I don't need to learn. It's, like, drama I don't need to be a part of. Yeah. But I will 
<laughs> eat my popcorn and watch it all day. For sure. For sure. I also watched the new season of Young, Rich, and African. Oh, I just started that. <laughs> That's another one, too, where it's like these problems would be solved if you were to just communicate. Chit chat. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Going back to our main theme of the season of embodiment, mm-hmm. this communication is so important to actually embody yourself in this plane, in this life, right? If your throat chakra, the place where you speak, is also the place where you manifest, mm-hmm. then when then speaking and having these conversations with Warren or your partner, you it, it literally helps you build the life that you want to live because you're telling somebody how you mm-hmm. want them to treat you and how to be with you and how to support you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Embodiment. Embodiment. So yeah, if you're having relationship problems, watch talk about it. <laughs> season ten of Vanderpump. Watch <laughs> the Ultimatum. Even like Love Is Blind. Yeah. Like. Yeah, watching those with Warren. I mean, we are such reality TV whores. That's just uh, that's our that's what we like to do is watch <laughs> reality TV and then talk about it <sighs> and just be like, this is not something that we would do. And also <laughs> get expanded on it. But like, totally, just watching how other people get into relationship. Yeah, and how awkward it can be. And like, oh, if you just like did this. Like, being able to commentate on someone else's relationship while also internally reflecting on your own relationship yeah. is totally, like, I feel like we like a type of therapy. Yeah. You know, like, I feel like I'm... It's a mirror. Yeah. I just... It's just fun, also. Yeah. But, like, watching The Housewives and just, like, they spend money on the craziest shit. Like, $20,000 for a one-year-old's birthday. Right. And, like... If money is going to them for that, money can come to me in, totally. the, in the ways that I want money to come to me. Totally. You know, like instead of sitting in the like, oh, well, it's never going to be me. I'm going to watch these people spend money for me. It, let it expand you like, holy shit. Totally. Like these people are doing the stupidest shit. The stupidest shit. And they're not even that great of people. And like they are they're not great of people. Exactly. Not kind to each other. They're they toxic as fuck. They don't learn their lessons. And so it's like, I'm a good person. Mm-hmm. I'm learning lessons. Let money flow through me because I will treat you with yeah. much more respect than these freaking bimbos totally. on TV. Totally. And then you watch them fall. Like a bunch of them have tax evasion. They have scams you know like their husbands go to jail because of x y and z right so it's like it's not like the money is going to them and then staying happy forever right you know like sure but if they can have this exorbitant amount of money yeah i know the tide is shifting so where i get to have this exorbitant amount of money and build a dead town right (laughs) exactly you know yes it's all about your perspective for sure I also like love just turning my life off and zoning out. Yeah, to it's these a good escape. Crazy people. Mm-hmm. That was the other thing I thought about in this whole scandal thing, because it really took over. It took over TikTok. Yeah, it took over West Hollywood. Apparently, yeah. Like, I mean, everybody knows. I'm sure the Vanderpump people in West Hollywood, because that's where they hang out. Right. But I was like, okay, zooming out. What has been going on in the world that we are not even paying attention to because we're so obsessed with Scandival? So true. And I like, I did look up a couple things and it was like the financial, the financial system, the debt ceiling situation Mm -hmm. that 
got resolved or whatever. We don't hear about it anymore. <laughs> um, there was like, yeah, there was like a whole bunch of shit. Trump. Trump, Trump getting indicted. Yeah. And yeah. So there's like a bunch of stuff that was happening. Apparently there was more UFO re- documents, research, like that were released. CIA or whatever. More documents were released. Why is that not the most exciting piece of it? Like, Tell we live in a reality where we're like, okay, UFOs, we already know that exists. Like, n- news, news, next, old news. But did you hear what t- Tom Sandoval did? <laughs> yeah. You know where his band's playing? You want to go to Schwartz and Sandy's? Which I kind of do. Which I totally would do. I mean, I would pump the shit out of LA. In LA. <laughs> we I hope. would, yeah. I would go on that tour for sure. Is If that's not already like a food a bus, tour. Yeah. We're missing out. Like, you all are missing out. Yeah. Bravo. Bravo. Come Bravo's on. Bravo's missing out. Bra- I'm sure there has to be, like, a Bravo Housewives tour, you oh, know? Something. Like, yeah. In the, in the hills. In the hills. <laughs> they better be. If not. If it's not and someone makes it, I get 5%. That's my <laughs> idea. You're welcome. Um, but, yeah. So, I was like, okay, this is such a good, like, this will totally distract so many people. I mean, this t- totally did distract so many people. Yeah. So I just kept thinking, like, what are we, what are we missing? What but then I also was from? like, I think this was a welcome distraction. From because the world is falling apart. Yeah. Like, who knows if we're in a recession, a depression? We're gonna, you know, the like public <laughs> loves a cheating scandal. Exactly. I mean, all the way back to Marilyn and Jackie O. Yeah. All the way back to fucking whenever the king would fuck somebody else. Totally. You know, like everyone loves a cheating scandal. So. I mean, which is dumb because marriage. Okay, not that marriage is stupid. I get marriage and marriage is great. But like, yeah, can we just be adult enough to end the relationships when we're unhappy in them? Right. Or communicate. Right. And change the relationship. Right. Oh, man. I've been watching The Real Housewives of OC. And I just like, I have not, I really could not connect with them on the first couple seasons. Yeah. And the first couple seasons were like set in I mean that that season came out in like 2008, 6. Mm-hmm. So it's just old old world. Yeah. Like these women got into their marriages to have a legacy, to stay like supported and with no other aspirations until they their kids are too old to want them and then they go out and have a career and then they make their money in real estate or whatever and then their shitty mentality gets put on the kids and then the kids act out and it's just like it's like 2006 is a really rough year for yeah like man the early 2000s like if you also if you want to see a time if you want to go back in time totally watch these shows like, because the fashion is horrible, the cell well, phones. The funny thing is, that it's what that's what's coming back now is the Y two K aesthetic. No, that's been that's been here and it's out. Oh, is it really? I, I think yeah. No, I think it's. I mean, I know that it's been here for a while, but I mean, two thousand six. I know it's on the horizon, yeah. or it's already here. But it's, it's just so interesting. I don't remember where I was going with the OC, but. Just like their mentality, like yeah. you, you really. If we're talking like socioeconomic or socio sociology anthropology, it's a really interesting, like, 
study on what people of that social status were thinking about yeah. at this time yeah, of for the sure. world. For sure. And how they treated their kids. Oh, my God. Yeah. They treated their kids horribly. And it's sad. That. And it's yeah. like, I, like, they're, my, like, these people are my age. Right. And this is how they're being treated. Because they have so much money that, like, I don't know. I could spin off. But. Distraction. Talk about your problems. Communicate. Yeah. Don't be distracted. Or do be distracted. Or do be distracted. It's fun to be distracted. Because you know what? I don't like watching the news. Fuck the I news. I kind of know that Talk the world... Talk about another reality show. Yeah. <laughs> seriously. I kind of know that the world is falling apart. So it's like, let me just rewatch these old housewives yep. <laughs> yell at each other. Totally. To distract myself from the reality that I know is happening outside. Totally. But also, like, this is not my reality in the TV either. Right. So I feel really good about my little slice of life. There you go. Because I'm not dealing with this bullshit. <laughs> and I don't really know what's going on out there because I choose not to give a fuck. Right. And so I'm just going to, like, keep trucking on. Here we are. <laughs> trucking on with my housewife. <laughs> uh, I okay. do like reality TV. The last thing that I want to bring up is... I wrote down, these people are psychological gladiators. Ooh, say more. So especially like the Vanderpump people. Okay. Back in the Roman times, I mean, I'm sure for most of the time that humans have been around, our, like, entertainment has been violent. Yes. Gladiators. Yeah. You know, lion's dens. Right crucifixions hangings shit like that everyone's yeah, like flogging yeah war like let's yeah. go have a picnic and watch the civil war <laughs> so w like we don't we, we can't like lion's den anymore mm -hmm. you know like there's like ultimate ninja and mma and like sports but like yeah like female like what do females want to talk about or like what are what are they interested in yeah. they're interested in people ripping each other apart psychologically <laughs> Like, yeah, these the people who sign up for these reality TV shows where it's not like love and light all the time, psychological gladiators. Yeah, they have. And I think this is why Raquel should not have gotten swept into it all because she does not have the yeah. armor to be a psychological gladiator like Lala. Is. Yeah, right. Like Lala came out the womb ready to like fuck Swing. shit up yeah. you know yeah and raquel's just here to be pretty on the tv yeah valid wants to be famous mm -hmm. but just not a good not you stepped into the lion's den yeah and got your shit ripped apart yeah and i feel bad because they were very nasty and if i feel like if they were real friends at any point they would have known her mental health was not right strong enough but also, you signed up for this. <laughs> yeah, but also Lala and James don't really have a lot of room to say the well, things no. that they say. <laughs> but yes, because there's the other thing about it. Like, yes, they're cheaters, but they didn't... In denial. Cheaters in denial. I mean, that's fair. But they didn't fuck up their best friend. 
Like the situation, it was like cheater, like cheating apples versus cheating oranges. Sort of. James fucked Lala while he was with Raquel. But Raquel and R- Lala were never friends. But James and Lala were. I know that it's a little bit different, but it's still like a best friend is in the mix. But and it's not the chick's best friend. Well, okay, fine. It's it, relationally, it's different. Yeah. It's just different. Like it. And I everybody just needs to be nice to each other. And like this wouldn't be an issue. <laughs> but like, I don't know. Also, it was really good TV and like let Lala and James be the peanut gallery all the time because that was fucking funny. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, there's no I don't have any conclusion. Yeah, I don't I can't pass any judgment upon any of these people. Right. Other than you signed up to do this crazy show. Right. And I'm pretty sure Raquel was a fan, like a super fan before she got on the show. Right. So she knew that she knew what she was going into. Right. And with James fucking Kennedy being her fiance. And being a piece of shit to her all the time. I don't know. Raquel is not all that innocent in all of it. And while she was, I don't know. She's manipulated. She was totally manipulated. She was trying to have fun and just be like a single girl. But she just did it wrong. Yeah, she did. (laughs) Cool. Any last thoughts? Were those the last thoughts? Yeah, probably. Cool. Go check out Vanderpump <laughs> Rules or don't, you know, either way. But we enjoy reality TV around here and it's yeah, been a do. fun, another fun mental exercise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Embodiment test. Yeah, seriously. Well, until next time, thanks for joining us. See you next time. Bye. <laughs>